This is a News Laundry podcast and you're listening to the awful and awesome entertainment rap. Hello, hello. This is the awful and awesome entertainment rap episode 56 and I am Rajesh Sen and I'm Abhinandan Sekri. So we have a lot to discuss this week. A lot of it is quite bad actually, but uh, a lot of film stars who decided to speak out this time. Yes, uh, and lots who we wish had shut up. Mm-hmm. Uh, but before we start, it has rained in Delhi. It's freezing. It was really warm yesterday, and uh, it sucks when it's so cold. So a little weather segue that we had. Yes. Yeah. So you get everything on this podcast: weather update, pop culture updates. So we also are going to discuss the Filmfare Awards, which is something quite unique about our award shows, which we'll get to. Then we watch the I watch the Darkest Hour. Yes, and we will get a review of that. And Rajshree will also review a new show called BFF, and I've just been informed what BFF stands for. I'm aghast <laughs> because Niku is a pure person, as we know. And we also have a fabulous trailer which we will review uh, of an upcoming multi-starer. Yeah. and uh, a little side mention of Stormy Daniels who has just like i have never been so entertained by a president and his activities extracurricular activities as i have by Donald Trump so right. what do we start for those of you who are huh? wondering who Stormy Daniels is she is an adult film star uh, who recently was in news for apparently having had an affair if not an affair at least a sexual relationship with the president of the united states her actual name is stephanie gregory clifford hmm so what should we start with rajshree sen uh why don't we start with uh, the celebrities who you were impressed by their interviews the main interview you were impressed by okay so we'll start with a gentleman called saif ali khan who is Rajshree's favorite. I really the, like him. Don't yeah. mock it. He's a good actor. You haven't seen Ek Hasina Thi. Thank God. <laughs> Which is a brilliant film, and I thought he was very good. And what was that, Dillagi? Yeah. I thought he was excellent. Like his comic timing was really good. I've seen his <laughs> him try to act in a solo film called um, Ham Tum. I think it's the only film of his that I've sat through. That's other than bad. when he played Langda Tiagi, which was Vishal Bharadwaj's genius. I've seen him in bits and pieces in that Ye Dil Lagi. He is one of the worst fucking actors in the world. He looks awkward. He is graceless when he dances. He's not a good dancer. He's not I'll a good anything. I don't know how the fuck he's in showbiz. I mean, it's any other country. the guy would have been relegated to the dustbin it's just here that kachchi mitti chalo abhishek bachchan chalo ek aur film isko bhi de do chalo isko bhi ek aur film de do so chalo theek hai daddy mummy so i find him a little like james franco i feel <laughs> you think james franco would faint if he heard this james franco was recently in the news because he was accused by uh, five women by five women yeah. of sexually inappropriate behavior uh and he did not kill himself after those allegations but if he heard that comment by rajshree <laughs> he might jump off the empire state building so but seriously i think that saif is quite a good actor and i also think he's very good looking and i also think that he has an excellent sense of humor i might have dodgy taste in men so i'm just putting it out there but this is about an interview of his with someone else who i'm very fond of bhupendra chobe so and there was an interview <laughs> bhupendra chobe was part of the interview and the other guy came out looking more ridiculous how about that 
Yeah, for once I have to agree. So Seth was being interviewed about other things as well, but he was asked to comment on this Padmavati, which is now Padmavat uh, controversy. And Not about other things, he was being interviewed about his film Kalakandi. Yeah, which is very bad. Oh, you saw we saw a film which we liked of his Go Goa Gone, the zombie film. Yeah, but he just had a small role in that. <laughs> So anyway, what did Avinandan, why don't you tell us what did Saif Ali Khan have to say in all seriousness? So Saif Ali Khan in that interview when he was asked about the Padmavati Rao he said that if you're making a film about a queen you have a responsibility to be accurate and then he gave an example that if someone made a film on Patodi and the king because his father was a Nawab it has to be accurate if someone made a film on the Rani of Bhopal, I'm assuming it's some relative of Masi yeah, of yeah, or whatever. Yeah, Bhopal. So then, also. you know, they, you can't show her dancing. She would watch a dance, but she would never dance. Now, um, A, for an artist to take a position like that, hmm. in the context of should a film be banned or not, or is, is the, are the threats around it um, in order, is shocking. In any civilized country, and I say hmm. this, I use the word civilized, in all seriousness, hmm. in any civilized country in the world that appreciates the arts, this guy would have been laughed out of the industry. Yeah. It is just here that he will still be celebrated in some award function where he and Karan Johar will go and make some crappy jokes and pretend to be cool and neither of them are. So, yeah, so he that's what he said. The second thing he said was that uh, you have a you know responsibility to be accurate to facts. Uh and this is, of course, he had written a piece a long time ago about... Nepotism. And how mm. genetics play a part in yeah. excellence. Yeah. So he had basically at that point written this piece with slightly big words, which people aren't used to, most people using in Times of India that too, where he said eugenics plays a role and, you know, a son of an actor will naturally be a good actor. So what is wrong in hiring an actor's son? To be an actor. So that was his argument. And then he had cracked a joke though, which which got lost in the entire thing where he said, well, of course, that didn't mean that I would be a great cricketer just because I was MK Pataudi's son because I can't play cricket to save my soul. But it's, I think because he, I do agree that because it's so rare to find actors speaking correct English and he has that accent and a slight polish that, a lot of what he says seems to be more palatable than what, say, a Ravi Kishan will say, purely because Ravi Kishan is not being seen as having as much polish as him. And he hasn't gone to Oxford and studied. But what he said in that Bhupendra Chaube interview was, I agree, is ridiculous because if you are an actor and you're in cinema, why should you say that it's all, it comes with the rider, the freedom comes with the rider. If it's to do with royalty, then no, no, you must be careful or a real life person. But then we have other actors who speak more sense, like Prakash Raj. Before we move on to Prakash Raj, uh-huh. who's is the only guy, high-profile person in showbiz who seems to have the guts to speak against Modi. And I'm not saying whether it's good or bad. I'm just making an observation that there's something very wrong with the culture hmm. of a country when no one has the guts to speak against the prime minister. It, it's worrying. Uh, whether you like him or not, that's irrelevant. But speaking of um, Saif Ali Khan, he... Uh, I mean, I, I know this because back when I was in school, I think I was in class seven or eight. Mm. Uh, and Sunil Gavaskar had come with the team to play the Dune School school team. And it was this big event mm. that Gavaskar is coming with his team. 
and i'm a very young self accompanied that team uh he was as graceless as a bowler he looked like a frog trying to like do the ballet mm. uh the only reason he accompanied that team was because of whose son he was he played shit cricket he mm. was everyone was laughing at him when they were watching him play but the point is he got a chance to play with gavaskar that the most talented cricketers in this country wouldn't get a chance yeah. so you know these guys are so blind to their own privilege that they're a joke but the only problem is the people who should be laughing at the joke are also as blind to their privilege as he is yeah i agree no one calls it out yeah so yeah it's it's settled he's a shit person and a shit actor moving on I am not going to agree with that but <laughs> even then <laughs> so moving <Hey>, on <laughs> moving on to Prakash Raj who Who is Prakash Raj Raj Sen for those of us not I know who but for those of our audience who only watch Hindi and English cinema Okay so Prakash Raj is a very successful actor in the south and he's also acted in Hindi films as well so which is why he looks familiar he does uh a lot of films which i've seen him in films which vishal bhadwaj and gulzar and all have uh, made so he's uh, so and, and rajshi uses the word south with a lot of responsibility for those of you who say that everything is in south because prashant prakash raj he's worked in kannada television he's worked in tamil cinema uh, initiated a film called duet by balachander he's worked as a villain in a lot of hindi films so he's worked in dabang He has worked in Arjun. He's acted in uh, Telugu films, and he won a national award for uh, a special jury award for Antapuram. Hmm. And he's also acted in Wanted. He's acted in Singham. So basically, he's done a lot of cinema. Yeah. So what did he say, Rajshree Sen? So he had already been interviewed by Indian Express around two weeks back when he had spoken about this. He keeps. making public statements at public forums about whenever there is censorship which takes place and so on he doesn't keep quiet about it but recently last week he was in the news because at the india today south conclave which had happened which takes place in the south he had said uh, he was on this panel with another actor called vishal who's very good looking also director shashi dharan who is the person who has sasi dharan i think it is he is the guy who's made the film called sexy durga okay, which yes. they want to hmm. change the name and so on hmm. and kancha elaya was on it and rahul kanwal was the moderator and i think rahul kanwal looked pale and pale by the second as prakash raj kept speaking because he said to quote that they say i'm anti hindu no I am anti Modi I am anti Hegde I am anti Amit Shah and according to me they are not Hindus and he explained it by saying anyone who would stand by while someone else is killed or stand by while other people are exhorting people to kill are not Hindus hmm. so and he said I'm not scared of any sort of criticism and this entire padmavati thing especially is the film is not about whether padmavati or sexy durga these films are not about hinduism so to always turn it around and see that it's about hinduism and therefore it should be stopped is ridiculous and is it even if it is about hinduism say there is a film on hinduism that doesn't mean that you clamp down on right. free speech it's rare to hear such sense come out yeah. of someone from showbiz not only talking sense but having the courage to talk sense but um speaking of padmavat um 
we can also discuss Varun Grover's set on Padmavat. Which was excellent, absolutely. So Varun Grover released a seven-minute set which he did in front of a live uh, audience. Varun Grover is one-third of the... Uh, well, the, the, the performers Aisi Taisi Democracy, which consists of Sanjay Rajora, Rahul Ram and Varun Grover. They do a political, you know, satire, stand-up piece with music. And he has also uh, written Masan, or at least the songs of Masan. Songs he's of written Masan. the songs of Gangs of Wasipal. Yeah. He's a screenwriter, lyricist and a stand-up actor. And he's just fabulous. So most of his acts are in Hindi, primarily in Hindi. So he did this seven-minute bit on the storyline of Padmavati and why he, like he doesn't understand what the big deal is. And it is hilarious. We'll have the link below. Yeah. You have to watch it because I think it will be easier to watch this than the film, which I'm going to watch in 3D first. Much as I like Varun Grover, no. I think the <laughs> film will be definitely better to watch. You but know. and uh, Deepika Padukone will be as covered as Varun Grover is because they've used CGI to cover up her. How midriff. shallow do you think I am that I'm only going to watch the film if her midriff is exposed? Oh, you're, you're looking watch, at her inner beauty. Uh, yes, I would watch Deepika Padukone film even if, if? it was just her eyes. <gasps> okay, now this is like liking Saif, so it's okay. I like Saif, you like Deepika Padukone. I can't believe you even compared the two. Why? One of her most successful. Kill the bong with bad taste. You can taste. start a campaign, kill the bongs. With bad taste. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, no, but I'm really impressed by Prakash Raj because he's relentless, absolutely. Yeah. And he's very calm in his delivery. But what we saw the whole of Bollywood take a stand for was with Benjamin Netanyahu. Because they all stood up and took a selfie with him. Because yes. this is what what Benji was also doing. It was part of an evening called Shalom Bollywood. To encourage people to come and shoot films in Israel. So what stood out for me in the selfie was that Abhishek Bachchan and Vivek Oberoi and Aishwarya Rai were in the same See, picture. Nothing brings everyone together like Benjamin Netanyahu, yeah. who's the uniter of things. BB. Uh, so for those of you who are wondering which actor or director Benjamin Netanyahu is, <laughs> he's, he's neither an actor or a director. He is the, <laughs> the he's the premier of Israel who was visiting. Yeah. Uh, Modi's best friend after Barack. Uh, Brock. After Brock kind of said, not, no, bro, we, we, we can't be BFFs. And Trump made fun of and, Modi's accent. Yes, according <gasps> to reports. Oh. So, yeah, so that, that selfie. Now, I don't know if there's any truth to this, but the three Khans were conspicuous by the absence. Yeah. And there is speculation that is because of the obvious conflict in the Gaza Strip, um, which is Israel versus Palestine, but is more Jew versus Muslim hmm. in the larger context of world politics. And therefore, um, you know, they, they would not be able to yeah. take a stand with him. So I, I'm impressed that Salman Khan knows anything about Palestine or Jews or anything, but it's good to give him credit. No, he must have said, is Shah Rukh going? No, Amir is not going. And Saif didn't go. Why are you just discounting him? He knows about Israel, Whether Palestine. Saif was there, no one even noticed. <laughs> like he, for all you know, he's there. Look again. He's no, probably there, but I no one noticed. I would have spotted. But Bibi took a selfie and I find it very sad that Amitabh Bachchan's role in all this is to hold up the selfie, the phone. Selfie stick, he didn't even hold up to hold up a selfie stick and take a picture like this. 
But whatever rocks Amitabh's boat, I suppose. So what films did you watch for the benefit of our listeners this week, Rajshri Sen? Before we get to that, why don't we talk about the great films that were nominated for Filmfare Awards? Please educate us on yeah. that. So oh. for Best Actor, Rajkumar Rao was not nominated for Trapped or Newton. Varun Dhawan was nominated hmm. for Badrinath. Uh, yeah. So that says it all according to me. But I have to say when they announced the names of the winners, they had... So Akshay Kumar was also nominated for Best Actor, but Rajkumar Rao wasn't. But Rajkumar Rao won the Critics Award. Hmm. So at least they gave him that. And for Trapped. For Trapped. The best director went to Ashwini Ayad Tiwari, who made for Bareli Ki Barfi, which was quite a lovely film. It was, yeah. Yeah, so uh, that was impressive. So the people who won were actually impressive. So they didn't give it to Varun Dhawan. But to not nominate Newton, or I'm saying still Trapped is a very small budget film. Newton was, was a small budget film, but it was such a good film hmm. that it, didn't find any mention at all. Maybe it's for next year, no? Or how does it work? Does it calendar it, year or is it financial it, year? It changes. So sometimes I've seen when Karan Johar's film has not been nominated next year, they, even if it was shown at the beginning of the year before. Now, so there's nothing, there's no sense to I it. I have a question, Rajshri. Maybe you can answer it. Mm-hmm. If you can't, maybe some of our listeners can answer it. This is not yeah. part of the quiz, by the way, that we'll come to at the end. Huh? That the Filmfare Awards happened last week. Yeah. And the they'll be shown... On television, four weeks later. 25th of Feb. Like, how slow is the editor? So the reason why, so I watch the Filmfare Awards every time because this is how I make my money. I watch trash and then I write about, then I trash it. Mm. But uh, what they do is they, when the dance performance happens, they have effects and all. So Priyanka Chopra comes onto the stage, then they'll have five Priyanka Chopras. Do you get it? So they do like it's really like the bad. Shadika video yeah. effects. And at Shadika video, the worst Shadika video maker has done the effects over there. And then they'll cut. Now. But even that doesn't take four weeks. I've been a television show so director God and producer. So because then they'll also cut to say Rekha is laughing at one point. That same shot sometimes when Rekha is on stage... Rekha is also laughing and this happens every time. That's after the editor spent four weeks doing doing it. it. Mm. So it is bizarre. This is the only award show that abroad when they show, they show as the Oscars live also. Even the screen awards and all All is all live. Only Filmfare is the one that... No, screen is not live. They'll show it the next week, but they'll show it within a week. In reasonable times. Yeah, this is like a month. Also, you already know who's won because they've announced the winners. Okay, I don't think people who watch the Filmfare Awards watch it to see who's going to win. They just watch it for the tamasha. Yeah. But it's quite funny because every time this happens, so you know one thing... So who hosted it this time? Uh, Karan Johar and uh, Sharukundi, I think, hosted it. Karan Johar definitely was. Coming back to this Saif who tries to Hmm. be cool and Karan Johar who tries to be cool. Like, these these both are are real wannabe losers. They're like trying to be cool, but they're so clearly Mm -hmm. not. That's one of those who, who, when you try too hard, you can tell you're not. Okay. Other than Amitabh Bachchan and Shah Rukh Khan, is there anyone who's cool? Cool. Like, and don't, like, I diss Amitabh all the time, but let's not forget, he's like over 70. In his prime, yeah. he could, like, if you've seen his interview of his that he did for a video cassette, uh, after news track, a whole lot of people, plus on all these VHS. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, who was the lady who used to do rendezvous with Simi Grewal? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you mean Simi Garewal? Simi Garewal did a bit. This is years before Simi. Huh. This is when Amitabh had banned the press. He would not talk to them. 
Hmm. She did an interview with him and Jay Bahadur next okay. to each other. And you have to see that interview. I mean, the guy is so cool that he can just. I mean, his humor, his his awareness of things around him, of himself. So let's not measure today's slightly senile Amitabh with his prime. Yeah. Shahrukh also at his prime was way too cool for anyone. He could like carry off jokes. Other than these two, is there anyone who's not a, who's a complete moron in the film industry? Farhan Akhtar is cool. I know this upsets you. No, it doesn't upset me. I'm just wondering. <laughs> no, no, he what is cool. He's funny and all. Compared okay. to, it's all relative at the end of the no, day. No, and Amitabh and Shahrukh are cool by any standards. It's not just showbiz. You so put them, you put them in a room full of public speakers yeah. of a high intellectual caliber they can still hold their own so that's what i wanted to just mention that i just saw sharukh khan was given an award he was honored mm. at devos mm. i think it's devos and not davos but uh, he was honored and he gave the speech which i'll put a link to below it's a 5 minute speech but it's so well like you know and he tailors it to the audience mm. and there's humor there's a lot of seriousness so he spoke about asset attack victims and why we must put our money behind funds to help them and so on but in 5 minutes the level of humility humor and the pertinence of what he says including in the middle of which he told Kate Blanchett and uh, Elton John are obviously also being honored for something and it's quite impressive that the film stars are celebrities are put in the front row so three of them are sitting mm. at the front all the business guys are sitting at the back so he cracked a joke about taking a selfie with them and all but to be able to deliver a speech and he read it out it's not like he sure had, but he can carry it off yeah. because he knows what he's saying i mean i, I can't imagine a salman or a, this no, johar boy even amir khan i feel too yeah, they won't be on. able to give a speech at at the un for example they they won't be able yeah. to carry it off so there's this one show which we aren't going to review because it started around 3 weeks back but i think i'd written an article about it it's called it's the ted talk show which they have now on star plus hmm. which sharukh khan is hosting so it's hmm. quite a coup for them because by having sharukh host it they made sure that people at least tune in and watch this one hour and there are around six speakers who they'll have and very interesting speakers and again sharukh's interaction with them and the kind of questions he asked them it's not no i'm sure people are writing down the question and all but to be able to play off what the other person is yeah. saying is just very very impressive i think amitabh bachchan i mean again now he's clearly on the, it a on, bit. on on he's he's going rapidly down senile hill uh, as is everyone by his twitter feed which yeah, always yeah. has pictures of him Scary. but his first few seasons of kon bane karodpati the way he can talk to yeah. anyone about anything is phenomenal i And mean that guy can connect he understands his awareness of lives different lives different contexts is phenomenal now on to the next thing the film that we saw which i think that you should definitely watch abhinandan hasn't watched it but everyone should watch the darkest hour okay it's the right after winston churchill is elected to become prime minister and it's the first 3 weeks pretty much of his tenure and the reason why i think everyone should watch it is it's nothing new there's no drama to it if you know even a little bit about politics and history at that time you know what the story is about it's basically about nankirk again but we see it from the other side the people who sit 
in parliament and decide what soldiers need to do right and uh, it is brilliant to see an actor like gary olman let them see your true qualities my poor judgment your sense of humor ho 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 your majesty mr churchill i invite you to take up the position of prime minister you ask what is our aim victory at all costs you're suggesting we're somehow winning we're not is it true we're in full retreat all our forces are now in dunkirk where we cannot reach them they're pushing us into the sea it's because we know it's gary olman that sometimes you'll get a glimmer of gary olman during the scenes but he's under this fat suit and he's got prosthetics on it he used to take him 4 hours he said to get into that uh, costume you wouldn't know who the actor is it's winston churchill sitting over there wow. and everything obviously the limp and all that they've got but to be able to emote with that level of a fat suit on your face and so on and i find it very impressive and this i've seen which our indian actors don't have our indian stars whether it's amitabh bachchan or whoever they'll take on fabulous roles but they have to look like amitabh bachchan he'll never look like where you let don't know say, who let, the let, actor let's is. say hindi film actors because we have got complaints saying you say indian film actors no, as if hindi you, film hindi. actors so maybe people in tamil and malayalam yeah. cinema or even bong cinema maybe they, yeah, they don't yeah. do in bong cinema i'm sure they, they do, do. Bong. in bong cinema we do everything everything huh? no? what's that like, guy's name who's like first, a superstar uh, of bong cinema who was in that uh, who i didn't you know his name uh, in that film about the pregnant woman um, vidya balan going oh oh parum prato parum prato <laughs> So he is like a superstar. I mean, everyone good. is going. Every you know review was going on and about for a great job. Some sidey in that film has done. So I said, let me see. It was a very ordinary performance, but then I realized he was a bong from bong <laughs> cinema. So all the bloody bong. It's uh, not know, rubbish. He's an excellent actor. But I don't think he did anything in that film that made him stand out, other than that he was bong and many of the reviews are bong. It's intense. that intensity thing also oh, works right. right so uh you should watch it to also see the one is they've shot if they haven't shot in parliament i'm not sure whether they have or not but to see the british parliament the inside the corridors and so on and i didn't know that there's an underground tunnel that used to connect the prime minister's house to the parliament so that's how they'd get to the prime minister doesn't walk from or take a car from outside he walks he takes a lift goes into an underground tunnel walks to parliament and gets in and it's so there's a lot of the working of the parliament also the way the speeches are made all that is very so it's a film very heavy on dialogue hmm it's just men and hmm. women talking to why each other why is it called the darkest hour because this was the darkest hour in british uh, wartime history second in world war second the, world war because troops are trapped cornered in one place yeah so what dunkirk the film didn't show christopher nolan's film didn't show is that actually which they uh, point out in this film is that hitler's army was right behind those dunes right for just for some reason hitler just didn't set forth if he had those would troops have would have yeah. been massacred and they keep talking about the whole because at one point the parliament did say let's talk to mussolini to broker peace between hitler and this thing so none of that you get when you watch christopher nolan's yeah. film although why um, he did not attack there are several after dunkirk because this question did come hmm. up there were several reviews that were written i think i uh, there were several pieces that were written on the theories hmm. of why he didn't move forward and 
Hitler didn't, you know, just completely kill all the 300,000 yeah. uh, troops there. Uh, there are a few pieces written on this, uh, which I think I did suggest in the Hafta. But yeah, it wasn't in the film, but this yeah. conversation had happened then And as there's well. a beautiful scene because I frankly felt a little underwhelmed by uh, Christopher Nolan's film. I think also because there was so much hype about it that when mm. you watch it, you're like, okay, okay, it's fine. It's a good war it's film. It's not like it's a Saif Ali Khan's like it's Yedin not like Dillagi, right? Yeah, it's not like that league. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right. But mm. over with, with, here, there's a mm. scene stuff. It there's a scene where you see all those civilian boats coming towards the beach. Hmm. And I frankly thought it was more beautifully shot than Really? Chris. Wow. It is just beautiful the way they show those boats coming in and watch it to see really good acting. So in the post what I didn't feel was that I don't think the acting was spectacular because there was no the story of the post is what is gripping. gripping. Right, yeah. Over here the acting just blows your mind that this man is looks so different in real life. Hmm. And Gary Oldman is also has used a different accent in each of his films in his career, so true, you don't you can't make out that it's him. I think it's brilliant, absolutely. So, um, tell me, Dunkirk, if it had like Saif Ali Khan and Param Pitho for Motma, what's his name? Param Brotho could play Winston Param, Churchill, uh, and, and if Saif Ali Khan, Hitler, Hitler, then it would be an amazing. It was fabulous, then and you'll be. have Sonakshi Sinha will be a ship. In that, <laughs> <laughs> that is just okay. I, that's not funny. I, I think you after should, your gutter laugh. Speaking of Sonakshi Sinha, Abhinandan has found his favorite trailer of the year. Yes, it is, tell us about it. <laughs> it is a trailer that has been released last week. Mm, yesterday, uh, I know oh, because oh, Karan oh, Johar. Yesterday only. Well, we are very topical. It's so topical. Yeah. It's of a film called <laughs> Welcome to New York. अरे शाहरुख खान के साथ तो कोई भी हिट फिल्म बना लेगा मेरे साथ सोलो हिट फिल्म बनाकर दिखा दो तुम्हारे डायरेक्शन को मानो चैलेंज दे रहे हो या काम मांग रहे हो मांगने से तो काम मिल ही नहीं रहा चैलेंज समझ लो तेरा फेरी करते ना माफ कर देता मैं पर तुमने कुछ कुछ होता है देखी गलती हो गई ठीक है भाई स्ट्रगलिंग I think it's a little so pathetic. So he's playing himself in one of the roles and he's and a different a person. Yeah. So it's a 2 minute 30 long 30 second long trailer. I thought it was 10 minutes and I watched it. I'm not joking. <laughs> it it's very difficult to make a film look shitty even in the trailer. They managed And it has that fabulous actor in it, Ritesh Deshmukh also. Is Ritesh Deshmukh is in that um Sonakshi. Sonakshi Sinha, uh, Dil Daljit Dosanjh who I thought was great in Uttar Punjab. But the things you have to do to make money, oh, I feel bad. One sec. Dude if if he said you know I'll get you 1 million uh, news laundry subscribers, do a role in a current genre film, I'll happily do You'll it. Do sir, kaha where do I sign? <laughs> मैं क्या पहन के आ जाऊं वेयर डू आई डांस हां वेयर डू आई डांस इन योर रूम सर हां ओके सो दैट सी ऑन दैट यू हैव टू बी क्लियर व्हाई यू आर डूइंग व्हाट यू आर डूइंग बट राइट नाउ वी आर क्रिटिकिंग सो लेट्स डू दैट ऑनेस्टली टू दिस आई हैव बीन टिकड ऑफ नो ओके एंड राणा डगुबट्टी 
he comes in the end but he plays an important role okay he's bahubali in it and bamanirani yeah and lara datta the multi star multi star it's it's so if you guys you know can just watch if you if someone in your family or friend circle <laughs> is don't watch the film just make them watch the trailer they'll change their mind yeah so uh, that was our traumatic part of the podcast then there's a new show on which is actually the second season of the show which is vogue bffs on colors infinity i think they show it uh last year it had kamal sidhu was the host oh and she's so stunning it you Still? have to agree isn't she stunning Still. i i i don't re- i look- remember when i was in college she was a vj she looks the same wow she's like absolutely stunning so this season they have neha dupia because i think they are playing off her podcast also that she does where mm. she interviews celebrities so the format of vogue bffs is that there'll be a celebrity and the celebrity's best friend will come on the show then they play some games so what is neha dupia doing in it she's the hostess she's the anchor so she's interviewing both oh, so the oh the best friend and they are being interviewed yeah, by her yeah being interviewed by her to see how well they know each other and uh, it's supposedly in her apartment so they do make fun of that that <laughs> come to my apartment it's not really my apartment so this is a new thing in hindi entertainment and film that you make fun of yourself i think they've learned this but so she is fine as a host but the people who were being interviewed the first uh, episode was your favorite Karan Johar and his BFF Shweta Bachchan hmm. and Karan Johar revealed that he no longer waxes his chest he and I quote I shave my chest because I love my smooth skin then when I heard this then I threw up a little bit then I started watching the episode again so these are the kind of gems that you discover <laughs> so okay, one hour episode. I, I thank God. I, I had requested Abhinandan to watch it, but he. I said, "You, me, yar, Saif Ali Khan ki filmi dikhaye." Maar na yeh toh. So please watch this, and I have to say, Shweta Bachchan was uh, more fun than I thought she would be, but. Karan Johar is really unbearable nowadays. It's mm. just horrible. So that's the new show that's on. There's another show that's on, which sadly I think will only come on HBO or AXN after a month or so, which is American Crime Story, which had done the People versus versus OJ Simpson. The new one is the assassination of Gianni Versace, and it has Penelope Cruz acting as Donatella Versace. It has Ricky Martin playing mm. uh, Versace's. boyfriend his partner right. it's got quite a nice cast and it has one of the glee actors playing and ru kunan kunanan was his name the murderer so uh this when we were talking about saif and uh, him th- saying that you know real people need to be uh, sort of uh, discussed with respect and shown with respect so versace's family has been quite against the entire show because right. they've said because there is a theory that when the murder had happened they had said that jani versace never knew andrew kunanan hmm. and andrew kunanan had committed a bunch of murders like hmm. four or five i think this was the fifth murder of wealthy gay people and it was then discovered that maybe they had met twice because versace also had paid for sex at one point and he used to mix in those circles and andrew kunanan was 
a male prostitute. He was like a black widow. He'd sleep with you and kill you. He wanted to be. So it was a weird sociopath. This thing that he wanted to be in that high society. And because he couldn't be, he'd take it out on people by killing them. He should have been on Twitter and abused. He, he should have fucking just done been that. on Twitter. See, Twitter has prevented so many murders. Murder, I really because think... Because there's so many... You see the timeline of so many people on Twitter... You can just tell they're just fucking miserable about no, life because they aren't. They, it keeps sociopaths at home at or at least hooked to their Haan, phone. Exactly. Do, Haan, Haan, so this is I'm waiting to watch American Crime Story actually. And but you know, Rajshin already brought it up uh, that his family was against it, but they still went ahead and made it. Yeah. No. So the makers of uh, the Versace one, what they told the family, they have carried on saying that we have not shown anything incorrectly and watch it in fact we've been very sympathetic to the relationship especially between Versace and his partner but there is speculation there right I mean no one is in the room with them so yeah. so there is always going to be speculation yeah, when you make a exactly. film exactly but there is another film which was going to be made which I would have actually paid good money to watch which was the film on Patty Hearst who is the William Randolph Hearst's granddaughter he was a newspaper magnet she got in the America. In America, she got kidnapped at the age of 19 in 1974 Hmm. by this group called the Symbionese Liberation Army. They were a militant group and they kidnapped her and then they sent out these ransom notes and requests. In which country is this? This is all in America. Okay. They kidnapped her in America. They were in America. What happened after that is in a couple of years though... Uh, this SLA, they were called the SLA, released videos and then CCTV footage was found of, uh, was not found, it was like quite public knowledge of Patty Hearst as part of the gang. Uh, and she was in captivity for those many years and she became yeah, part of and them. and she became a part of the gang and she was like, it. that video is quite uh, amazing to watch because here's this heiress who was very well educated, who's been kidnapped with a machine gun robbing a bank. Right. And then she, of course, got rescued and uh, it was found that she was brainwashed. She was sexually assaulted by them and so on. And Stockholm but, Syndrome, basically. But still, classic. she was, the court case found her guilty. The jury found her guilty and she got seven years in prison. And then President Carter uh, her. commuted her after her sentence after two years. But the film which was going to be made by James Mangold, the casting had been done and so on. Patty Hearst gave interviews saying that, you know, y'all are romanticizing. Uh, My experience. And yeah, she's still and alive. I was sexually assaulted. She said, you're making it seem like I enjoyed the rape. Like, why would I enjoy being brainwashed, being kept in captivity and nobody understands what I've gone through? And uh, the director agreed with what she said. And he said, "I there's no point in making this film if she says she is carrying on saying that this is not what happened. So, you know, I think that's a good conversation to have rather than, you know, Karnisena is mad and on the other hand, you know, we can make what we want. See, I, I get what you're saying. And this is that guy's individual choice yeah. that I said, OK, I won't make it because he's sympathetic to her and he backed off. Yeah. But if he wanted to make it... He could have, like the, the Versace guys. Him, like the Versace film. And the question is that then can you, it's not just, is it only legit if the film is about that person? Because every film has some side characters Yeah. who, you know, they could say, for example, in Glorious Bastards, okay? Hmm. They have a Hitler. Yeah. So then Hitler's family can say, bloody hell, how can you make, this is not accurate about Hitler. 
any if someone was make gandhi that photographer who is there accompanying gandhi can say how are you using my father he didn't walk like that the point is if it's a historical film it is open to interpretation and if you say that if you give the family hmm. or descendants the right to, to reject pretty much say that we can legally prevent hmm. something from being made then no film with any historical context can yeah, be made yeah but someone or the other is always going to find some yeah. problem with yeah. it yeah so and so i just think um i mean that's that's a dif- distinction that's important but yeah that was thank you rajshree that was very very informative i i feel really? enriched but i have more information which is funner as okay. i say which is the stormy daniels interview right which i just love so stormy daniels is the as abhinandan who is very politically correct said the adult film star yes and uh, she is currently on a tour in america it's called the making america horny again tour you're joking i'm not making this up she is okay. really on it and it's just fabulous i love these things mm. and uh, she her interview first was supposed to appear in the very appropriately named in touch magazine in touch yeah so in 2012 and then it was stopped because she supposedly told them not to publish and she was paid this is all allegedly paid 130000 dollars yeah. which i think is very little actually hmm. but now that interview has been published right and that interview is spectacular hmm. because Trump forget about him asking her to uh wallop his backside with a Forbes magazine with his picture on it. Mm. He when she went over for dinner, she said the TV was on and Shark Week there's this thing right which is called Shark, shark Week which has shark attack videos mm. and all was on on TV. And she said he kept talking to her but he kept looking at the TV. And then he told her you know I hate sharks. I hope all the sharks die. He's a horrible man. <laughs> Why would you hope all the sharks die? Mm. So she said he's really scared of sharks and then uh they also asked her so what was the sex like? So she said you know you think the sex would be good but have you seen his body? Like it was horrible. It was one position. So but that's why, it. But why would you think that sex with Trump would be good? Like she who would think? She said he's an... In- I don't know. They didn't... It was like the questioning that you get on Rahul Kanwal is doing a show. There's no counter question to it. Mm. Then they asked her. So they asked something which even I wanted to know. That why would you sleep with him? So she said, I don't know. I was sort of curious. And while having sex with him, then I thought, I hope he's not going to offer me money. because you know i'm not a prostitute like that interview is so good in so on so many fronts and he used to call her honey bunch mm. and she said so the then they get a little moralistic because americans i do think are quite moral so it's but you know he was married so she said yeah i asked him about his wife also because she just had melania had just had what's his name baron mm. and uh She said he didn't really want to talk about her, like really. Yeah, clearly. Okay. Yeah. So, Stormy has taken the White House by storm, and I think it is by far one of the most fun things that has happened during this Trump presidency. Chalo, we have another few years to see what more fun he can throw up. I just want to be clear over here that I knew what the question, what the reference was last time. It was the Matrix. Yes. The people who got the answer correct are Yogeshwar Sharma, ha- Sharma, Hari Haran Suresh, Avinash Yadav, Sheikh Ahmed, and Prabodhya Singh. 
Congratulations all of you you got the answers correct and one person who got the answer correct but I love how he has actually he's written the the mail that he's written of <laughs> giving the answer this Avinash Yadav says the red pill and its opposite the blue pill are popular cultural symbols representing the choice between bullet points hmm. knowledge freedom adversity and the brutal truth of reality red pill falsehood security happiness and the blissful ignorance of illusion blue pill the terms popularized in science fiction culture are derived from the 1990 film the matrix in the film the main character neo is offered the choice between the red pill and the blue pill by rebel leader morpheus avinash yadav avinash very good jis crispness se aapne puri explain ki hai main i am main sadke jawa avinash mujhe koi bhi complex thought kabhi communicate karni ho i will ask you to please pen my speech when i go give a ted talk on why safely can't so shit <laughs> but i have one more email if i may read yes, rajshri before you give us your question hmm, for the week hmm. this email is by prakash ayer thanks prakash for writing he has listed songs you know we'd ask for songs and by the way we haven't got too many people writing in guys we really i'm serious you want to do that podcast hindi songs down the ages that don't get consent i had sung one in the first episode hmm. and 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 given you an example i won't do it again because we hear there were few cases of deafness reported <laughs> yes that, and madness also yes mat ka main tumse to acha gaata hu for all your bongness i sing beautifully dude i sing as well as sefax sing jodi kare doctrine Pole pole pole. Okay, you okay. say what you were saying, na? Okay, Prakash Ayer <laughs> says. So these He's are the songs. He's painted. He's already He painted says, by now. Bol Radha Bol from Sangam. Hmm. Jumma Jumma from Ham. Hmm. Nana karte pyar jab jab phool khile. He says this is a bit tricky. Girl is singing it, but it does kind of sell the no means becomes yes idea. Nahi nahi abhi karo intezar from Jawani Diwani. Tum mujko na chaho to koi baat nahi. Oh oh yeah, this song is you know this is what the song sounds like. तुम अगर मुझको न चाहो तो कोई बात नहीं तुम किसी और को चाहोगी तो मुश्किल होगी तुम किसी और को चाहोगी तो मुश्किल होगी प्रकाश गोजान से दिस नॉट एग्जैक्टली अबाउट नॉट अंडरस्टैंडिंग कंसेंट बट द लाइंस तुम किसी और को चाहो तो मुश्किल होगी इज ऑलमोस्ट साइकोपैथिक लव थ्रेड दैट्स ट्रू अनदर सॉन्ग दैट इज सो फुल ऑफ एंगर एंड मैलेस एंड धर्मेंद्र सिंह इट नो नॉस्ट्रल स्लेरिंग मेरे दुश्मन तुम्हारी दोस्ती को तरसे एंड ही डस सच ही कोसोस हर कि तो तू वो मुर तू वो फूल हो जिसमें बाहर न आए कभी मतलब तू मर जाए तू सड़े why she loves someone else in the play I don't know what the fuck she does but he fucking just kills it on stage <laughs> and he says I hope you like fucking have the most fucking miserable life in the world oh she must be loving someone else so he is an angry like, love anyway, then there's khambe jaisi khadi hai Haan. not about consent but when a guy is looking like Amir Khan utters these lines <laughs> it legitimizes <laughs> harassment ruk 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 This one, uh, the girl doesn't understand consent. अब मेरी जिद है बनूंगी तेरी bride, वरना तेरे सामने करूंगी suicide. कर दे green तेरा red signal, psycho alert. And then Prakash has a paragraph. He says, and there are too many, but having observed and listened to them, I am gonna say now something that is considered politically incorrect. But I am not running for public office, so I don't care. And all these songs are just an exaggeration of playing hard to get. 
based on what I have observed in mine and other people's actions and relationships, there are enough women who do play hard to get. And some of those persistent men did get the girl at some point of time. I grew up listening to and enjoying these songs that I don't think harassed. And I don't think I harassed any women. I would take the no and puff it away. Or at most ask the girl again if the girl still insists or continued the friendship. The typical Mary Dosti kyon chin rahe ho line. But hopefully not grope her. No? So yeah, he didn't. So um, anyway, so he's shared his views on that. Prakash, although this week, um, Bill Maas podcast, uh, Real Time, his closing monologue is about clubbing, sexual inappropriate behavior, um, uh, you know, harassment, in politically incorrect humor, and rape in the same basket. Uh, his his rant is about that. I think it's it's extremely um, accurate and worth listening to because he's really taken the liberals' pants off. But and you Glenn such Greenwald fucking... is really upset. He tweeted about it. Yeah, Glenn Greenwald is always upset, actually. <laughs> and the other thing is, uh, I thought it was an interesting interview in, the, I think, the Time magazine mm. uh, of Sharon Stone. Oh, I didn't read it. And she speaks about how, you know, she got her break and... And, you know, doing hmm. the many of the roles she's done uh, and being a feminist symbol. And she's she said something that would actually make a lot of feminists really hmm. give her a piece of their mind. That this whole thing going overboard and there was some harmless flirting and she has included a pat on the ass on that. Hmm. Saying that, you know, it was always, it was fun and it's tragic if we're going to be so politically correct hmm. that that sexual tension is not at play anymore. But anyway, I just thought um, because Prakash wrote this email, I'd mention that. But um, yeah. This is how to warm up people. Uh, Actually, Scoop Poop and uh, their team have done an amazing video, Mm -hmm. Sandeesh Bhatia, on marital rape. He's gone to parks and spoken to regular Indians about it. And you have to see that video. The link is below to see just how fucked up our society is. On that happy note... What are the questions for the week? Or yeah. the question for the, the week? The question for the week. So, Gary Oldman, who plays Winston Churchill in The Darkest Hour, has played the same character in two films. What we want to know is which are the two films and which is the character. And if you're impressed by that, Rajshri, Salman has played the same <laughs> character in 20 films. <laughs> this is true. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> on that note thank you leave your comments uh, on our Twitter timeline no leave your abuse on our Twitter timeline for any further feedback write into us at contact at News Laundry in the subject line please write awful and awesome check out our other podcasts Reporters Without Orders Hafta and Charcha and please subscribe because good reportage you know valuable please subscribe because good Please subscribe because good reportage and valuable time being spent in cinemas like Rajshri does takes time, energy and money. And you want a better host than me. So please replace me fast with someone who we can pay. <laughs> yes. On that happy note, thank you, Avinandan. Thank you, Miss Sam. It's a wrap. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. Catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport. Visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. And subscribe to our YouTube channel. Hold up. 